Welcome back to another edition of the Pagcast. I'm your host, Michael Pagani, joined alongside Hamilton Bulldogs forward Liam Van Loon. Liam, welcome to the Pagcast. Thank you again for coming on. Yeah, thank you for having me here. Now, during this downtime, a lot of people have turned towards Netflix uh, to spend it. Uh, what have you been doing during quarantine? Uh, definitely during quarantine, I'm a huge fisherman. So during the hockey season, I'm not really allowed to get out there as much as I like to. So this quarantine time and all that, it's been really good to just get some time by myself, get fishing again, make up for the time that you missed during the hockey season. Have you been watching any sports that have returned? It's been tough because my schedule, I'm, I'm getting ready for this season coming up. So I don't really got a lot of time to watch TV or do stuff like that. But I mean, here and there, I'm going to see all these little uh, sport activities and whatever. You took over the Bulldogs Instagram account recently. Uh, how did that get uh, sorted out? Yeah, I just got a text from Storm, our... Uh, our media guy over in Hamilton and he just said, Hey, can you take over this Instagram account? And I was like, you know what? Sure. Why not? It's a good way to talk to the fans and uh, get back into semi normal things that we do with the team. And you do have, uh, I guess hockey players would say a nice mop of hair, good lettuce. Uh, you know, you were asked uh, one of the, one of those questions on the Instagram takeover. I, uh, I just want to elaborate on that question of when do you think you'll be getting a cut? Is it going to stay for longer than, let's say, half of the season next year? Uh, I have a couple plans. I know a couple of the guys on the team are also growing their hair out. But uh, I'm not going to get too into it. But I definitely do have plans for uh, my hair coming up. Hopefully it'll get close to the length it was when I got drafted. So you can check out that picture from back in the day a little bit. Getting into your story a bit here, who influenced you to start hockey? Uh, definitely my dad. I mean, he was the one where he would love getting me on the skates. And ever since I was little, one of my first memories is always being on skates. But my dad, for sure, and definitely my grandma. I mean, she was there. She's been there through it all. She was there through it all. Unfortunately, she passed away before she could see me playing in Hamilton and doing all these things. But, I mean, I know she's proud, and she's someone that's always been that big inspiration for me. Was there a player growing up who you wanted to model your game after? Uh, growing up, right now, I'm sort of going towards, like, Brendan Gallagher, Brad Marchand. Those guys can change the game on the score sheet, but also they change it just in how they play. I mean, they can bring sort of energy that – not many players can bring Zach Hyman, another one who all these guys, they may not put up points every night, but these guys are blocking shots. They're doing absolutely everything in order for this team to win. So, Would you be able to speak upon your road to where you are today, like some of the challenges you face, successes you've had? Yeah, I mean, always in hockey, there's going to be those people who don't appreciate you and don't don't like the way you play or do the don't agree with everything that you do so I mean along along the way there's always been those people and for me it's just been I've always been a quiet guy I like to keep to myself usually and I just keep my head down and I'm always working that's how I've gotten here and that's how I'll hopefully get to the next level. Growing up in London uh, what NHL team did you cheer for? I was always a Habs fan growing up. My whole family since day one, they've been uh, 
Habs fans. And it, it was really cool coming to Hamilton because of Mr. Amblauer. I mean, his connection to the Habs, obviously. And that was a really cool moment. And you must be very excited for them to reach the postseason because it seemed improbable for them given this season and where they were at. Uh, you know, what what do you uh, what makes you most excited for this 2014 playoff with the NHL? I'm excited for it just because you don't know where it's going to go. I mean, any of those teams now with this extended break that they've had and everything, it's going to be super fun to watch because you don't know who's going to win this. It's it's fair game because all these players are healthy. All these players are a hundred percent. So it's going to be like top tier hockey going into playoffs where usually playoffs is a grind playoffs. As I can know from my hockey experience, it, your body, every single person is usually playing hurt. So this playoffs is going to be really interesting because of that. And, you know, August is a great month uh, for all sports, you know, because we have baseball coming up in around nine days in July. NBA starting up uh, back in July 30, 30th or 31st. Uh, and then hockey August 1st. Uh, you know, this is a great time for sports fans because now they can, uh, you know, we're getting to some normalcy, you have to say. Yeah, it's uh, all, all sport fans are going to be uh, licking their chops here because they've got anything they could want i mean got nascar too you've got golf hopefully coming back soon enough at full swing and it's going to be it's going to be great for sports it's going to keep people uh busy and all those people definitely missed it so it's great you were drafted in the third round of the 2017 ohl draft to the hamilton bulldogs what was so special uh, about that moment for you yeah obviously since i was a little kid uh Getting drafted to the OHL is always a dream. I mean, growing up in London, you're a diehard London Knights fan since you're born. I mean, I remember growing up and always looking up to those amazing players that have gone through the night systems and saying, I'm going to play here one day. But knowing just through that whole process, knowing Hamilton and the city it is and everything about it, the fans and it's just a top-class organization, and I couldn't have been more excited. You played the majority of the 2017-18 season in the Greater Ontario Junior Hockey League with the Ancaster Avalanche. How did you adjust your game to the OHL level? I mean, that team in Ancaster, they have an amazing program uh, now, the Hamilton Kilty Bees, and they, the coach at the time, Ken Peroff, who's now in uh, Guelph, he played in the OHL and played some years pro and he helped me so much learning sort of how to adjust that game even from minor midget to junior B they uh that whole team I mean I couldn't I wouldn't be where I am right now without that team and the veterans on that team and everyone there you won rookie of the year correct with the Ancaster Avalanche correct and how honorable was that for you to be recognized yeah I mean that was that was awesome. That'll be something I'll always remember. But like I said, my teammates there, I wouldn't have that without them. Would you be able to take me through the story of how you scored your first OHL goal? Yeah, that was uh, in Windsor. It was just before we were leaving for Thanksgiving break. And honestly, it got uh, just a puck up the wall to Hazy. Uh -huh. Hazy chipped it off the glass and then I just beat actually beat Nader it's pretty funny we always joke about that 
feet him wide uh, for that chip and just cut to the net and put it past Di Pietro. Now, Michael Di Pietro is one of the highly touted goalies for the Vancouver Canucks. Uh, how are, how like successful does that make you feel scoring on a future starter in the NHL? Yeah, that was pretty special. Uh, even he's from the London area, like he grew up playing the Alliance and stuff. So, I mean, I got to watch him too growing up. So that was pretty cool. You were a part of the Hamilton Bulldogs squad that beat the Sault Ste. Marie Greyhounds in six games for the 2018 OHL Championship. Take me through that experience as a whole. Yeah, I mean, that uh, that 2018 team was extremely special. Uh, I learned so much from all those guys. And that time uh, being up with them and being able to just watch them. I mean, guys like Brandon Sage and Robert Thomas... The list goes on forever. I mean, every single player on that team made such an impact. And I learned so much just from that short amount of time, being able to watch them and uh, help as much as I could there. Every team goes through challenges during the playoffs. What were some challenges that, you know, you faced early on in the playoffs as a team and as an individual? Yeah, for sure. I mean, every single player in the playoffs plays hurt. So... And that's uh, obviously seen. So with that team, there were a lot of players that uh, were injured. But, I mean, you got to, when you're especially that young too, you got to make sure you're going in there and you're keeping spirits high. You've got to make sure that all the guys are good, making sure that you just help out as much as you can because when you're that young, you got to make sure those older guys are up to the highest standard that they can play at. So it's all about helping and making sure that we're all getting things ready and getting things done so that we can have the best performance on the ice and hopefully get the win. What was the Memorial Cup like for you? That was an awesome experience. I mean, that's something you dream about as a kid, being able to play and watch whatever. And I mean, being able to go there and be actually a part of it. It was an amazing experience over there in Regina and just... The amount of memories I have with that team and going to eat, going to the banquet, all the stuff that we did, it was uh, it was incredible. Next year's playoffs didn't get much easier as you guys had to go up against the Ottawa 67s, another successful franchise. How tough is it, you know, with your mentality, knowing you're going up against top future draft picks and uh, Jack Quinn and Marco Rossi? You you really don't think about it. I mean. We look at a we look at a team's roster and we just see names on a page. We see another group that we have to bring our A game against. But uh, I mean that was that was really tough playing against an amazing team that they had. And I mean for us it was a great learning experience. We had one of the youngest teams in the OHL at that point, and all of us. I mean me, Hazy, Mo. The list goes on. We all got to learn so much just from that uh, playoff experience. How long did it take you to get over the sweep? It it took me a little bit. I mean, you never want to get out that way. You always go out there and you're putting up the biggest fight you possibly can. But, I mean, you just got to soak it up and uh, learn from it. And that's what we did. And we were hoping to show what we learned from it this, this playoff run. But... We're going to wait till the next one. Do you ever pay attention to how the league unwinds after you get eliminated? Depends. I mean, for me, myself, I like to take some time to just look back on my year, talk to the coaches, make sure I know 
what I have to do in order to be ready for this next season. It's always about moving forward for me, and I always want to be one step ahead of myself and make sure I know what I need to do in order to get the job done. Now, I did go to this year's Family Day game against the Kitchener Rangers, and uh, I was chirping. So, you know, the Bulldogs, we got out uh, we got out to a lead early on. Uh, it was a pretty enormous lead, and I was, uh, you know, chirping the Ranger fans that were sitting in front of me, and, you know, we the game unraveled in unfortunate circumstances. As a player, uh, from, from your perspective, uh, how, I guess, terrible is it having a game with such a big lead like I believe it was five nothing and then it just unravels in front of you yeah it's definitely a heartbreaker I mean you uh you play those games and you want you get to that lead and you want that win so badly but like I said before every game you learn something new from every game you're getting that much more experience that you can take to the next one and from that game I think Although we didn't get that win, the, that was one of those games where in the team, it was a turning point and we became so much closer after that game with not just ourselves, but with our coaching staff, with our general manager, with everyone. That game really brought everyone closer together and allowed us to really get that mentality switch on again and uh, back into it. You took on a bigger role these past two seasons. How were you able to create that opportunity for yourself? I mean, for me personally, I just put my head down and go to work. And that's, uh, it's sort of in my family roots. I mean, my family on my dad's side, farmers, and uh, have that sort of gritty mentality. My mom's family, from not from Canada, so they've always, both sides have always worked for what they had. And I mean, that's been enrolled in me, and that's how it'll always be. Just put my head down and always work. Take me through your uh, pregame routine. Yeah, so I'll usually get to the rink uh, two and a half hours before. I'll eat before I get to the rink, uh, just uh, whatever my billet mom makes for me. We usually have it set out in stone on my meal plan, and then I'll get to the rink. I'll have my headphones on, just take some time to myself, tape my sticks, be with the guys, goof around a little bit, then I'll go roll out, then we got team video, then uh, get, go get a warm-up in, get some spike ball or some sewer going or whatever with the guys, and then right there after that, that's really headphones on, and you're starting to get into it mentality-wise, go for warm-ups, and then back into the room and get ready for the game. How busy do you stay during a uh, typical off-season? It's uh, it's pretty busy for me. I like to, right now I'm in the gym five times a week and uh, I'm on the ice two right now, but I'll usually get, I'll get another couple ice sessions in a week. So hopefully I'll get up to four or five depending on this COVID stuff. And then, yeah, that's usually a typical off season for me, just uh, on the ice almost every day and in the gym definitely every day. What would you say is the biggest challenge for you this season? This season coming up, it's uh, it's the amount of pressure that I'm going to be putting on myself because I know that this team has what it takes and I know that I need to step up in a big way. I mean, we're losing some of our key players in Nursey and Johnny and in Lance. And for myself, I want to be able to put that pressure on myself and know that I can take that next step 
not just in on the team, but in the league and make my name known that I'm ready to come in this year and I'm ready to show everyone what I've got and that I'm a force to be reckoned with. You mentioned teammates that you're going to lose uh, this season on upcoming. You just lost Michael Renwick, who got traded, uh, unfortunately. How would you describe your relationship with him? Yeah, Rennie was, uh, Rennie was awesome. I mean, his from his first day here in Hamilton when we started up, I was uh, driving him everywhere. So me and Rennie were pretty close. Uh, it sucks that he had to go. I mean, I'm going to miss that guy so much. He was an amazing teammate and an even better player. But uh, you know what? He's going to get an opportunity in Windsor, and he will definitely be a force to be reckoned with next year and in the future in the OHL. If, hypothetically speaking, if you do dangle Rennie or Michael Renwick on the Windsor Spitfires, uh, will you chirp him afterwards about that? Yeah, it'll, uh, no matter <laughs> what, it'll always be, uh, you'll always hear me saying something to no matter who it is. But Rennie will be even funnier and it'll be uh, definitely more of a jab. You had the chance to play with Jan Unique, who got drafted by the Arizona Coyotes, you know, Arthur Kaliev, who got drafted by the LA Kings, and Jan Mishak, who's now a future first-round draft pick. How tight-knit would you say this group was this year? Yeah, I mean, this group this year, we, uh, we were pretty special. And uh, we were just, we always did everything together. And we all respected each other so much and we were learning every day from each other. I mean, there's always something that you can learn going into the rink. And I mean, for me personally, playing with those guys, I got to learn so much from them. There's so many things that I got to see and that I get to now incorporate in my daily routine and in my everyday life, just uh, from watching and being able to play with those guys. What are you? What are you able to say on your behalf of playing around? You know that talent. Uh, I the one thing I can say is always expect the unexpected because you never know what those guys are going to be able to accomplish and uh, do on the ice. I mean, already this year with his lacrosse style goal out of nowhere, and I mean, Ian with his puck puck handling abilities and uh, being able to protect that puck. I mean. You never know what to expect, and uh, it was awesome playing with them. Was Arthur practicing that lacrosse move in, you know, in practice? All the time. I mean, I can think back to even last year with him and Stromer. They would always just goof around at practice, picking up pucks, doing whatever. But that move is a typical move that guys like to just goof around with in practice and uh, do. So, yeah, it was awesome to see Artie finally do it in-game. Although you didn't get a letter on your jersey, would you agree or disagree that you as an individual has to still step up as a leader? Yeah, I mean, personally, I, I hold myself to a standard where I want to be a guy who guys can always go to and who really leads by example, who goes out there and works his bag off every day and does his thing and Guys who are younger can look up to and say, you know what, this guy works so hard every day and look how far he's come. So, I mean, for me personally, I just want to be that influence on guys and be able to be a good role model so they can they know that the hard work will pay off. Now, with you growing up in London, obviously uh, your family must be in attendance whenever you guys do play the Knights in the Budweiser Gardens. 
how special is it playing in front of your family? Yeah, London's always uh, super special. I mean, you get I get to go onto that ice and I can pick out the seats that I used to almost always sit in when I would go watch games. And I have so much family down there. I'm so grateful for all the support that they give me. But uh, yeah, London's always super fun. I got to start there. I got to stand on that blue line and it's super special. There's no feeling like it. You've played in numerous teddy bear toss games. Is there a clear one that is your favorite? That uh, that goal this year that Hazy got, that was uh, pretty special. I mean, got, getting to watch him do that, especially on sports night, it was pretty cool. And those bears, I mean, they come flying. And Hamilton's always been known to have a good amount of bears come down. So it's always super fun. Hypothetically speaking, you guys would have faced the Peterborough Peets in this year's playoffs. What would have been the key to stopping Nick Robertson, who had 86 points in 46 games? Yeah, we, uh, he's an amazing player. He's a tremendous talent. You always know when he's on the ice. But uh, we would have had a game plan. We would, have, uh, we would have been ready. We would have had everything planned out and uh, good to go. How would you be able to solve Hunter Jones? He had a 2.75 uh, goes against average and a 9.13 save percentage. When you run into a hot goalie, you just got to shoot everything and get as many bodies in front of him as you can. That's uh, that's how you solve a hot goalie, no matter who they are. So that's what we would have done, just shoot everything. Is there a team in specific this year that was really hard to play against? Yeah, I mean, every game we go into, we know it's going to be a battle. We know it's going to be, uh, we have to bring our A game. But uh, Ottawa was always super fun, just because we're starting to get that big rivalry with them now. And they had so many tremendous talents. We always thought we were in uh, pretty close with them. And we always we always brought our A game and they always brought theirs when we were in town. So uh, that was always a hard, fun, fought battle. What are some qualities of your game that you like and how do you keep those qualities consistent? Yeah, I mean, I love being able to go into a corner and help dig for that puck. I mean, my grittiness, I love being able to just go in there and rough it up and get under people's skin. But my speed and being able to just be consistent, that's all thanks to the coaches and all thanks to my skills coaches and skating coaches. I mean, they've taught me everything so far and I just got to trust my gut, trust them. And uh, yeah, that's that's how I keep it going, I guess. What are some qualities of your game that you could improve on and how do you go about improving on those qualities? Yeah, I mean, there's so many things in my game that I could nitpick and I say, oh, I want this to get better. But you just got to take them in uh, chunks and you got to, I got to just trust my coaches. I mean, they all know what's going to be the most important things for me to work on. And we just work together and we figure out how the best way to attack it is. What would you say is your go-to shootout move if you got the opportunity? Definitely, uh forehand backhand but it depends it'll be uh, a goalie read sort of you just gotta gotta know where the goalie's positioned and you just gotta figure out a way to get past them who was your room who was your roommate on uh, road trips this year uh i'm always with logan morrison me and him have been uh, super close since day one so it's always fun being on the road with mo and last question here do you have any advice for aspiring hockey players that may look up to you yeah, if there's one thing I could say, it's just don't give up and work as hard as you can. I mean, you 
that saying that you never know who's watching and all those, all the hard work and in, in behind the uh, the lights where no one sees is the work that gets uh, put out most and seen most. It's uh, it's true. I mean, if you work as hard as you can, someone will notice at some point. And I've definitely, I've definitely had to learn that over time. I mean, you got it. You got to just go in there every day and attack it and be able to say that I did get better today because I worked as hard as I could. I'd like to thank Hamilton Bulldogs forward Liam Van Loon for joining me on today's podcast. Thank you again, Liam. Thank you very much for having me.